This is a clip from one of our most recent episodes. For full episodes and more, please check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, and YourVibesPodcast.com. This episode is brought to you by Mulberry Mill. Mulberry Mill is a 100,000 square foot warehouse located in the heart of downtown Dixon and is Dixon's only co-working space. Current tenants include 22 private offices, the station event venue, and the Tennessee Artesian Market. Future developments include a 10,000 square foot event space, an office space expansion, and custom build to suite tenant spaces ranging from 100 square feet to 10,000 square feet. If you would like to join the Mulberry Mill family of small business owners, remote workers, artists, and entrepreneurs, please contact Andy Truman at info at mulberrymilldixon.com or shoot her a text at 336-693-4311. So kind of walk, walk me through, you know, you know, it doesn't have to be your full pitch, but yeah. Um, kind of how how you connect that you know maybe just some teasers here and there to kind of draw some people into okay. it as far as if I walk in and say hey I want a tour you know let's, let's just kind of walk me through kind of how that would look like and, and tie that picture together uh, so the museum is designed for both a guided and a self-guided tour okay so we cater to whichever the guest prefers uh, and what we we do is you start off you know you you pay your admission you get your ticket in the uh, gift shop uh, and then we take you back out into the lobby where you walked into. Because we used to be an old hotel. Mm-hmm. And we we begin by talking about the history of the building you're standing in. The old Hotel Halbrick. Uh, built in 1912 by Mr. J.T. Halbrick. Opened in 1913 as a railroad hotel. Uh, we talk a little bit about the rail history of, of Dixon County. Why does a railroad hotel exist? Why are they no longer around? Why did Dixon County exist? Why did Dixon exist? How did these things come together to create the building you're currently standing in? Um, we give you a layout of the building. You know, you walk into the lobby to your left is the drummer's room, which was a marketing gimmick for traveling salesmen who are drumming up business mm-hmm. from town to town. And, and Dixon was a stop through town. You come to Dixon cause you were going to Nashville or the river and the train stopped in Dixon. Yeah. Um, and as a marketing gimmick, Hey, if you're a salesman, you get a room at the hotel, you can display whatever you're selling in the drummer's room while for the duration of your stay. Huh. So it's a marketing gimmick That's there. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, to your right's my office, which used to be a telegraph office. And then next to it, you've got the front desk. Across the hall from that, you've got the dining room. The three rooms downstairs were the manager's suite, hmm. uh, where the manager of the hotel, a woman named Belle Goad, hmm. uh, she lived there, her and her family. Uh, the third room on the bottom floor is where Governor Clement was born in 1920. All the rooms upstairs were hotel rooms. Uh, of the time in each individual room is in a current exhibit. Um, so you'll walk in and you'll see history of the railroad to kind of introduce you to what the site is. And then you'll go in through the Clement suite, uh, the Clement Goad suite, where you'll, you know, you'll see Governor Clement's room where he was born and, and be introduced to that name. And as you go upstairs, you'll see an example of what one of the rooms looked like when it was a hotel. And then you'll get into the commerce history of Dixon because we've always been a um, commercial county, an industrialized county from A.H. Leathers Manufacturing country, uh, Company to Tensco today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go into the history of the county itself. What was promised land, as we talked about earlier? What was the Ruskin colony and what was a colony of socialists <laughs> doing socialist. in Dixon That's County so uh, at the time? Which at the time, if you look, it wasn't uncommon. They sure. were everywhere. New Harmony, Indiana was a whole town oh, well. built for the same reason. Uh, they just lasted a little bit longer. They yeah. all fell apart. Um 
what was the iron history? Who was Montgomery Bell? Uh, and then you go into a room dedicated to uh, the Civil War in Dixon County. And then uh, Hampton High and the African-American Civil Rights history of Dixon County. And then you go back into Governor Clement and his accomplishments. And you end it all with uh, our model railroad room, which is one of our biggest oh. attractions. It's a complete layout of Dixon from the 1920s and 30s. It's incredible. Uh, For anybody that hasn't model seen railroad. that, it's amazing. it is absolutely incredible uh, and what the, they've done. And the upstairs hallway. It's very wide. Mm-hmm. It was a modern hotel for its time. One toilet in the building, so it had indoor plumbing. Mm. They could say that on ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every room had its own steam-powered radiator. So during the winter, the rooms could be heated. Mm. However, no air conditioning. Mm. At the summer, they'd raise the windows at the front of the building and the back of the building. And it was a very wide hallway to give a cross breeze. Mm. You would sleep in the hallway, most likely, even okay. though you've got a room. There'd be couches and chairs and, and uh, tables out there for you to entertain yourself. Uh, but that's a good gallery space today, and that's where we do our temporary changing exhibits. Uh, we'll put on one every couple of months. The current exhibit, which is actually finishing today, is the Furnace Artisans Guild uh, art show, which was fantastic this yeah, year. Cool. Part of that, we did the art of Mike Schacht, a world-renowned pop artist who was a contemporary of Andy Warhol. Uh, prior to that, we did an exhibit on Promised Land. Prior to that, we did an exhibit on uh, Tennessee's 225th birthday, mm. uh, which happened this year. The next one we're going to do is it's actually the centennial year of the Dixon County Chamber of Commerce. Wow. Uh, so we're going to talk about you know yeah. what is a Chamber of Commerce and what role do they play and why are they important even today? Uh, so we, we always have exhibit and ideas coming up. Yeah. Keep so, things fresh. Keep people coming back. Absolutely. Um, and is, is um, it's been a long day. What it, um, The park, why am I blanking on the park's name next to it? Holland. Holland Park, yes. Is that, is that, I've never had that clarified. Is that part of? That's city property. Okay. That we only own the building. Okay. Once you leave the building, you're on city property. On city property. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there were offices in, in the museum as well, too, at one point. Weren't there? Weren't there? Uh, I at think... one point, yes. Yeah. So the hotel closes in 1954 okay. um, as they start build the interstate. Hmm. Well, if you have a business designed for rail travel, what yeah. happens when people aren't riding trains? Yeah. You go out of business. No business. Um, actually, which is why I-40 runs through Dixon. Governor yeah. Clement oversaw the creation of the interstate system, and he ran I-40 through Dixon because he noticed it was killing the town, mm-hmm. uh, not having the railroad. Um, got us so, three so exits. On he that got bad us three board. exits and yeah. brought, brought people back to Dixon. So thank you, Governor Clement, for that. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, if you look at the interstate in the state of Tennessee, it weaves where most states just draw a straight line. Mm. Uh, Clement did that on purpose. He's trying to touch all these little rail towns that are dying because of the interstate. Oh, wow. uh, the, the the cure is going to be the cause, Yeah, uh, I guess, when we look at it that way. Such a great governor. Uh, he was one yeah. of the best. Yeah, uh, He's one of the most impactful governors we've ever had mm. uh, in the history of the state of Tennessee. Unfortunate um, car accident. Un- 49 years old. Yeah. Everything he did was before he was 50. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, that's, uh, that's quite an impressive life. Yeah. Uh, really. Um, so we closed in 1954. Then we were office space for a while. Uh, in 1971, Robert and Maybell Clement, Governor Clement's parents, mm-hmm. bought the building. They moved into it. They lived on the second floor, mm. and they converted the downstairs of the museum as a museum to their son, Governor Clement. Uh, and when they died uh, in the 1990s, uh, they left it to the state of Tennessee. Uh, at one point, they took it over. Um, the funds were raised um, thanks to um, uh, Annabelle Clement O'Brien. She was really, really big in that. Governor Clement's sister mm. uh, it was a long-term state senator. She was, she was amazing. She really kind of brought the pace back. Um, helped raise the funds, and uh, the state of Tennessee did a massive renovation of it, and we opened in 2009 as the museum we have today. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was... Fairly not, young museum. Yeah, fair, very young. 
Um, yeah, I think my granddad's office was in there, county extension agent. Um, Probably the Chamber of Commerce in yeah. the 1980s. That's where they met. Wow. That was their building. So much history there. Oh, yeah. And I'm so glad that... Um, so how, how big is the board there? How many people? About 17 people. Oh, good. Okay. So there's a lot of support. Obviously, a lot of support behind it. A lot of support. It. A lot of, we have a lot of... I am thankful... Me too. Thankful for yeah. every one of my board members. I could not ask if for a If something ever tried directors. to happen to that, I would be part of the chain of people that stood in front of it and said, no, 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 this I, isn't going. We appreciate yeah. that. There's, there's, there's no I'd way that it could really ever. Right yeah, okay, good, good. Um, uh, we're also on the National Register of Historic Places, so, so it would really take happen. an act of Congress. <laughs> They've got way too an much An act of God plate. or an act of Congress <laughs> to get rid of the building. <laughs> and I think they have a couple more things to worry they about do. than the Clinton Museum. They have Museum. a little bit to worry about. Um, so tell us about, uh, I think we're at almost an hour and 20 minutes. Um, I guess we can kind of finish up with, uh, so you've told us about the legacy event right at the start yeah. and um, November 16th, uh, November 16th. All right. Um, six o'clock. And then, uh, you've got the, uh, murder mystery coming up. Yes. Too, right? October yeah. 23rd. Okay. Uh, so, uh, we have a, a wonderful staff. A wonderful. I am so happy for for my employees, from our volunteer docents to uh, the, the paid staff. Uh, Taylor Weiss, who is a fixture yeah, of the museum, he's been there for a while. He's too. been there for a while. He everyone can't he's speak fantastic. highly enough yeah. of Taylor. Uh, and then our newest hire, Jasmine Brand, hmm. uh, who is a very gifted writer, researcher, historian in her own right. She's amazing. I can't speak highly enough of her either. Uh, she came to me a little while back and said, I have this idea because, you know, we've been wanting to do something for Halloween coming up. Mm. We maybe thought about a haunted house, but that may not be, you know, the best idea in a museum. Um, And she came to me and said, you know, what about a murder mystery night? And I said, the only thing I have to ask is it's not something cheesy where you watch it and they flip the lights out and there's a scream and all these different things. Just don't do that. And she said, well, let me come up with something. And she came back to me a little while later with this idea and she pitched it to me and I loved it. And I said, that's what we're going to do. Um, so it's almost like an escape room. The audience is the detective. The audience is the investigator. The audience has to search the building looking for clues, um, putting the pieces together, interrogating the suspects. Everyone has a motive. What is the motive? You've got to figure it out. You've got to ask them. You've got to get down to it and you've got to solve hmm. the crime. Um, now, tickets are on sale now. Presale is $15. We're only allowing 50 people. Okay. Um, just because. It's so interactive. We don't want a, too many people in the building because it just won't be fun at that sure. point. You know, if you, you're you know having to push people out of the way to get get something or see something. Um, if we happen to not sell out, it'll be twenty dollars at the door. Okay. If we do sell out, we will add an extra day. Okay. Uh, we'll add another day. So if we sell out, it'll be the, the following night, the twenty fourth, and the murderer will change. Oh. Uh, in fact, the cast has no idea who the who the who the killer is. Okay. I don't even know who the killer is at the moment. I've asked not <laughs> so to be told. you can't pay him off. Yeah. So you can't, you can't pay me off. You can try. <laughs> yeah, I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Um, but uh, but we, won't, we won't tell the person who did it. They did it until right before the show starts. Um, so it's going to be a really, really So how many actors night. are there? Uh, five. Okay. Five. Yeah, we've okay. got a traveling salesman. We've got a telegraph operator. We've got the maid. We've got the hotel manager, and we've got the town gossip who might tell mm. you true stuff or tell you lies. Oh, boy. You never know. It's gossip. She oh, might have heard something true. man. And it's, I don't know if you mentioned. We also, well, we, it's six. We also have an investigator. I will say that. But the investigator okay. is, while they're conducting their show, they're, they're kind of just to help you along. Okay. They're, they're just there to help you along. But also the investigator might have done it. 
Yeah. So is the investigator helping you solve the crime, or is the investigator trying to throw you off their trail? Yeah. And you said it was based off a true story. It is based off of a a real-life crime uh, from the 1920s at a railroad hotel in California, the Hotel de Coronado, Mm. um, where a a woman was was tragically murdered. Um, It was labeled a suicide, um, but there was an investigation conducted. Uh, and that's the basis of this show. Now, now, of course, it's loosely based sure. uh, on that show, uh, but it does have a real life. You know, we're historians. Everything we do is going to be based something sure. uh, in history. We've got to connect it back to, to that. So you get 50 people in there, and they're, they're in essence, all working on the same team, right? Right, right. So the, they, they, the, they the can goal correspond, is and so... Is there like a definitive end point? How long did you say it was going to take? Roughly an hour, two hours. Okay. So there's, there's, and so what do you do? Just say, okay, investigation is now over. Completed and we'll give you a ticket. Okay. And you will, and the group will vote on who they oh, think did man. it. That's, that's so exciting. That is so, yeah, go get your tickets for that. Uh, that sounds awesome. Um, is there a prize or is it just uh, like, we will give back? a prize to, so it's a 1920s themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not a requirement. I want to stress that because that may draw people away. It is not a requirement. If you show up in 1920s era costume, uh, we'll give a prize to best costume. Oh, no. Um, so it's a, you know, it's a 1920s okay. theme. So okay. come dress, come not. That's completely up to you. Just as long as you're wearing clothes is all I care about. <laughs> um, and we will also give a prize to the best sleuth. Whoever did the best detective work, Ooh. we thought, will we'll also get a prize. And are you in any way involved that you just kind of a fly on the wall? For I am not an actor. I'm just a okay. fly on the wall. I'll okay. be, I'll just kind of be watching. Okay. Oh, I just yeah. watch. None it all of the unfold. staff is acting in the show. Okay. Yeah, we were. We were. Are pretty, they all local sure Dixon people? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're all from from Dixon County. Yeah. Thanks again to Mulberry Mill for sponsoring this episode. If you are looking for an office or a creative space, or are someone looking for a beautiful and local event venue please contact Andy Truman at info at mulberrymilldixon.com or shoot her a text at 336-693-4311. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, please reach out to me directly via email at yourvibespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and always remember, stay vibey, my friends. Mm-hmm.